This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. It's a hairy one one this week. Sorry, I'll let you go. It's a hairy one. It's a hairy one this week. Oh my God. It's a hairy one this week. We are joined by Louisiana Purchase to talk about Dragula Season 4, Episode 6, Hairy Monsters. So there are a lot of apologies in the boudoir. There are some smoker chats out back. Um, Really amazing looks on the floor show. And the boulets, honey, they're doing a tight five at their sibling chat. They got jokes. Mama, that little one needs to start doing stand-up. That's all I'm saying. She's goofy. You enjoyed this episode. It was a I like this one. It was a it was filler episode. It was. Wait, which one had the most filler? <laughs> we can't do this. Get ready. Gone. We have a great show for you today. <laughs> I'm on SNL. We've got a great show for you, so let's get started. <laughs> I hate you. All right. Okay. Let's get into it, divas. Goodbye. Forever. First choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with a sloppy second. Oh, Diva. Hello, Fuglies. We are the Goulash Ghouls. And welcome to Spooky Seconds. I am spooky today. I am two times as spooky. Why two times? I was going to count, like, count Dr- Dracula. One. Someone posted a video and they're like, my nephew loves watching Dracula. And I was like, Cause, and then I responded, it's like watching two Muppets. Okay. Like they're dressed the same when they go. We are so excited to have our special spooky guest with us today from season three of Dragula, the Southern Diva, the Rodham Cowboy Queen, all the way from Austin, Texas. It's Louisiana Partes. Yay haw. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hello. Hi, Big Dipper. Hi, Meatball. I am very excited to be with you both this afternoon. We love I'm you. I'm excited to have you. Thank y'all I, for having me. I mean, I've the last you. time I saw you... Oh, yeah, oh, you go ahead. I'll go first. The last time I saw you, you were dancing around on stage at the Fonda Theater Absolutely. on Halloween. Yes, I opened for a band called Twin Temple at the Fonda and uh, did a mini one-woman show. It was great. 30 minutes straight. I have a question. Did you know that they were, it was, I mean, I told you before we started, I would watch that as a one woman show, but what, did you know that they like did like satanic rituals on stage? I was, I was aware that they had like, uh, you know, like moments of like, uh, where they would read from like the satanic Bible and things like that, but it was a full production. I was like, damn, this is drag too. And and w- while they it was drag while this they were up there, too. two of the people I was there with both went. This is how cults get started, <laughs> honey. That's right. As long as there's money involved, scoot me in. I'm down. I was just gonna say that I've no- we've known each other for quite some time because I feel like I met you on the first my first ever trip to Austin to do gigs like eight years ago or something like that. And you were doing a gig at the Poo Poo, the Poo Poo Platter. Is that what it's called? At um, Elysian Nightclub, I think. Was that, is that a place? Yes, very close. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm part of the troupe. Uh, the first troupe I joined here in Austin is called Poo Poo Platter. And it's led by, yeah, it's led by Camp Wanakiki, top three, season three uh, drag queen, Bulimian Rhapsody. She's my drag mother. Uh-huh. Oh, and uh, so I come from camp, diva. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, she's also my wife. We're also married, so you know I do fuck my mom. It's fine. Oh no, you do it, Texas. <laughs> that but is yeah, the South. 
we have known each other a long time, uh, Big Dipper. Uh, I want to say we met, like, I was probably only doing drag by, like, six months, like, ten months when we first, like, worked together. But I had, I've seen you do so many performances because that was in a period of time when I was, like, traveling to Austin a bunch, like, South by Southwest and these other, like, queer music festivals and just, like, gigging at bars down there. And when I saw you on season three of Dragula, I was so excited because I had seen you sort of just sort of g- like really grow and 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 like really start like sinking your teeth into your career. And I assume since season three, you've been busy. I've been busy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm. You know, I have no complaints about season three. You know, yeah, I'd rather. You know, there's worse titles to have than the sweetheart of Dragula. Right. Yeah. Like, honey, you could be I'll the bitch. I could well, be the raging bitch of Dragula, which, yeah, that's you know, fun too, from and, my perspective. Yeah, that's right. It's all fun. Uh, but yeah, no, I was very happy uh, with my run on my season. I mean, you know, top four, literally when I got exterminated, I told myself, okay, at least I like share the spot with Meatball and Abhora. So I'm like, yeah. you know, top four is I, where it's at, baby. You don't got to do that final three looks in one day challenge. No, you ma'am. don't. You don't got to do the final three looks. You're not. You don't have the pressure of being the winner. They're like, "Oh, she was good." Yeah. You know, that- <laughs> <laughs> I remember the day Ian called me to tell me that I was going home. I was in my car. I was like driving down Sunset, and I got the phone call from Ian, and I was like, "This is it. This is him telling me." that I am going to be top three. And then he was like, sorry, Diva, you're going home. Do you need to talk about it? And I went, no, I think I made it far enough. <laughs> and then you started crying. I up the phone. I almost cried. But then I thought about it, and I was like, top four is a great spot to be. It every, sure I is. Got to see, I was in basically every single episode except for the last one. Same, same. Like, I'm I'm very pleased uh, with how it all turned out. I got my call at, like, 3.30 in the morning while oh, getting no. a doctor. While getting a Dr. Pepper out of a vending machine and literally <laughs> Ian Ian gave me the spiel and then it was like, you know, I'm so sorry, but you've been exterminated. And I just went, okay. And I hung up the phone and like slid down the <laughs> vending machine. <laughs> and I was I was with I was with Priscilla, uh, because she was my roommate while filming, and she was just like, Mama. And I'm like, it's fine. It's fine, girl. Oh my God. It's fine. Well, listeners at home, you may notice that we didn't dive right into the episode because not much happened. Kind of a filler episode kind this of. week. What did you think? Camp, mama. <laughs> it was camp. It was, I will say, like, okay, let's just get into it. But okay, I love so- that for the Hairy Monsters episode, we have the one hairless queen herself. Literally, not, an, not a speck of hair on your body. <laughs> Exactly. I um, I'm naturally smooth for my Yelp review, and uh, and the world knows it. I've shown my asshole across the world. So I know. Uh, I've seen your asshole in like smooth. five states now. Honey. I know. Yeah, I'm not known for ha- for uh, much body hair. That's for sure. Okay, so remember last week we did gl- Ghost Ship Glamour. That was the challenge. Uh, but the real name of the game was Drama, honey, because the girls were fighting. Jade found that special key. Mm-hmm. She put Betty up for extermination with it. And then the extermination was um, a beachfront photo shoot, which on this episode they sort of showed us was a little more treacherous than we thought it was. Yeah. And then Betty was killed by the siren song and washed away into the sea. So goodbye, Although, bitter Betty. I'm going to say one thing. I thought she looked the best out of all three of them. And those photos that they've all been posting, my eye is immediately drawn to Betty. She but, looks stunning. Of course, but they also make it very clear, the Boulets, every episode, they make it very clear that your performance in the Extermination Challenge yes. is not the only thing that's I know. They get to just send whoever they want home. Honey, yes. I know that from mine. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> well, this week, the episode starts with an infomercial from the Boulet Beauty from the Boulet Beauty Bazaar and Monster Makeover Salon. This is the best skit scat this is the they best have one ever so far. done. This, this is, is the best one they've done. Absolutely the best one. It was short. It was sweet. It was funny. It was they had... funny. And they were so campy. I loved it. It's I loved camp, it. Com- mama. Com- coming from the anti-camp season, season three, where we were all it was it was tears and, and seriousness. 
it, it's it, I'm honest. I'm loving all the camp. I'm loving yes. the camp. Me too. But who, who was in those chairs? Was who one of, were the one monsters? Of them like a yeah, I know one of them. Who can you say? So, I think I can, yeah. Uh, so the creature of the Black Lagoon mm-hmm. uh, mask is Brendan, mm-hmm. Michael, Michael's partner. Mm-hmm. Bar- no, mm-hmm. okay. I can't. I, I can't. Well, I'm scared. No, no, no. Okay, no, you no, don't no, do no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But, but I'm they sure weren't that like they're in the credits. They weren't like public facing people who are making a cameo, were they? No, 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 no. They were in a mask, and and they they revealed it on Twitter. I think. Okay. Oh, okay. I want to know who was in the blue mask and like the crazy hair because the Boulets even posted that. We're like, this week we're gonna figure out who this is, or like this is happening, and then all it was was like a thirty second spot. <laughs> like, By far my favorite look. It was like some sort of like uh like dehydrated like piece of feces with like a side <laughs> a side swoop a side a side do with like some blue paint on it and some some uh amazing lips. Those were some great lips. The, the way that it turned around and looked at us, it reminded me of um <laughs> from Beetlejuice, the shrunken head, but like if yes. it was really fat. Okay. Absolutely. So back in the boudoir, Dolly thinks the behavior in the cauldron is super embarrassing because it's a reflection of the queer community to the outside world. But like gay people get into like messy shit all the time. But also, what did you think about that? Like I I, I agree. I bumped up against that comment because I see what Dolly's saying is like, this is embarrassing. We should be like showing that like as like queer artists, like we don't need to be like messy reality TV people. But also it's like, girl. We can be full humans, so we can be messy on TV too. Though I'm the person who always wants to like have decorum, right? I like a mess. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I mean, it's like it, it's a little twofold. It's like we like to see the mess because a, at the end of the day, it's a TV show. We want to see the mess. Uh, but and and reality b, if you had anyone being that messy in a dressing room, at least at one of my shows, I'd be like, oh no, Mama, you need to you need uh, to evacuate the dressing room now, please. Yeah. Um, in fact. You ain't the Can you see who these people are? Monster One, Sig, Sig Neutron, Neutron. Oh, Monster Two, Granny Agogo, Agogo Radial, Monster Three, Brendan Haley. Brendan, oh. yeah. I, oh, I bet Sig people. Neutron was the one in the crazy makeup because he was on. Um, what was that show? That was a competition makeup show. Skin oh, Wars. Skin Wars. Yes. Yes. Or face off. I don't know. Work. Well, listen, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll really dive into the boudoir drama. Okay. There's no drama. (laughs) No drama. Mama. 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 better is easy with factors delicious ready to eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, like, yeah. you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus 
And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppysecond50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppysecond50 at factormeals.com slash sloppysecond50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. And we're back. Okay. We are back <laughs> so they're all in talking the boudoir. In... Ooh. They're all talking, and Zava is the first to come back into the boudoir. And no one is really surprised that she survived. She says both of the others can be chopped. She truly didn't know. But she did explain how treacherous it was out there in the rocks. And I know firsthand from being at, like, one of the Malibu beaches, anywhere like that, that undertow is strong. And when you're that close to that many rocks and, you, and you're covered in fabric, that's dangerous. Yeah, it definitely seemed a, lo- a little more precarious uh, having, you know, Zavaleta explain it than what we maybe thought in the previous episode, yeah. for sure. But then they did show Zava getting just tossed around by that wave again. Yeah. And that's why I thought she was going to go home. Because mm. they kept showing that one thing. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Hoso comes back and she says, bonjour, ladies. Which is? <laughs> Adida Ritz. Adida Ritz. That's her entrance line from season four. <laughs> so random. Have you been seeing all the memes of people being like, if Dita Ritz isn't on Drag Race uh, France, it's not worth it? <laughs> <laughs> The show's canceled. (laughs) We're done. We're over it. Done. Um, Yeah, so Hoso comes back in. And so great. So Hoso and Zava made it through. Um, Sigourney says out of her own mouth, she's the only tits left in the competition because Betty is gone. That's right. Any commentary, uh, Twitter misogynists? Uh, and then Zava apologizes to Jade and no Sigourney okay. for taking her anger out on them in the cauldron last week. This apology It's seemed, a whole apology circle. It's yes. just it's like all everyone at Jade starts apologizing. Sigourney explains that she used to she's used to being told that she isn't good enough. It's just like everyone, it's like I feel like, and I'm gonna go into what I think production said was like, please. No fighting. Let's all get along. It's going too far. Because the way that they all just got on to each other and just were like, we're best friends now. No fighting. We're in love. Let's all I think that was the cast. I don't think that was production. I think the cast got together at the house and they were like, last week was too messy. We cannot be like that on TV. I think production would have allowed the more fighting to happen. It definitely felt like, uh, oh, shit. We were like raging lunatics the last episode. <laughs> Let's rein it in. Let's I rein it see in. All of last week's Cauldron episode, but set to like that circus music, like. I never felt so close to having a stroke in my life. It's what a stroke feels like. I, know. I just like, remember my eyes were like darting around. Like I couldn't figure out where to look when it was no. happening. See, we're still talking about last week. This one okay. was so... Okay. God damn it. So okay. they all apologize to each other. Dolly says, when we didn't even... We were so busy fighting, we didn't even celebrate Sigourney's win last week. So they all give it up for Sigourney. And then that's a wrap on Oprah's Super Soul Sunday. We go upstairs for <laughs> the video... <laughs> The video message. Chicken soup for the for the spooky soul. <laughs> well, I guess you got a book deal there, Louisiana. You better get to right. No one you steal that. that right now. <laughs> no one steal that. My lawyer is on the other line as we Listen, speak. You've recorded it onto a podcast. It's your IP. You it's, own it. It's you mine. Sue. Yeah. I finally have something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a one-woman show. We got that. Meatball, what happens in the video oh, message? So the Boulets um, say the abominable snowman, Yeti, Eva Destruction, the Hairy Monster Challenge, 
they have to design and create their very own hairy monster. They I can like that you're reading this as if I'm serious. You're reading this as if I wrote it verbatim. She's not listening to me. The winner will receive a $1,000 Art of Wigs shopping spree. And you know what I would do with $1,000 to Art of Wigs? Buy I would get wigs. a Lee in every color. <laughs> yes. Just Who give me that Lee? little bob. Um, I, you know, I'm going to say something. I feel personally slighted. As the original hairy monster of Dragula, okay. the first hairy doll. I mean, on our season, it was me, Pinche, and there was one more hairy girl on our season. Uh, Frankie? Was Frankie hairy? No, Frankie's like pretty much hairless. Anyway, for even instruction, <laughs> I, I walked so she could run. I'm just kidding. Okay. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like yes, Jackie I- Beat. I you know, were noticeably miss, missing from the list. I know Eva screamed when she heard her name. I, I I heard it all the way to my apartment because Eva lives in <laughs> Eva lives in Austin as well. So I thought I heard her scream all the way from her place. <laughs> well, so this give- is this oh. is fun, uh, it, and they make it very very clear that there are four categories that the look could fall into, and I think this is definitely something to pay attention to: scary, mm-hmm. campy, uh-huh. funny. <laughs> Or serious. They never said glamour. glamour. They also never said filth. I'm just going to say that. They said scary can't be funny or serious. And I've learned with the the boulets, whenever they say specific things, just do exactly what they say. Yes. And I think that that was uh, um, some of the other contestants' downfalls, is that they were like, oh, let me do this assignment, but twist it and make it my own or funny. And it's like, no, no, no. They want you to do the assignment. No Missy Elliott here. Don't put your game down, flip it, flip and, it reverse and reverse it. it. Just... No. When they say vampire beach party, they don't mean anglerfish. No. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. When they, when they gave me instructions. Vampire beach party. <laughs> yes. When they gave me instructions on my season, I just gave them exactly what they said. I'm no, like, that's why you stayed to top you, four, baby. You give Whee! you a sewing challenge, you give them what you like. All right. Um, so they go back to the boudoir and they find a bunch of wigs waiting for them to play with. And honey, the, uh, joyful friendship circle <laughs> babysitter club after school special continues. It was the like joy watching ensues. children run around a room. I used to bait. I was like, I am I a playpen. What is this? It's the revamped, uh, Captain Kangaroo, uh, for, for 20 20- <laughs> Why does Dolly not want to wear a wig? I don't know, but she drew, or they truly don't want to wear a wig at all. Like, keep it off my head. Yeah, I, I Maybe was curious. Maybe he gay people. He thinks <laughs> wigs are a little too gay. I, you know, we embarrassed Dolly with our uh, faggot fighting. She doesn't want right. to put a wig on her head, look like a woman. No more shenanigans. Dolly is not here for that. Q, call up Q. (laughs) (laughs) Saint and Dolly go outside to have a little chat. A little Siggy smoke. Now, now this is, had we waited until now and not someone told me, I would have been like, oh yeah, they're at the Globe. Because I've been out on that smoking patio numerous times in full drag. Samesies. Having the same conversation. Just high out of my mind being like, everyone loves you. You just need to work harder. Like, you got this. Saint is feeling the pressure to show her identity as a Black queer artist to the world, but also wants to fit in and doesn't feel like she's doing enough on stage. I love Dolly for just being like, just do more. Like, they want to see that bite. They want to see you work hard. Like, Dolly is telling it to her face exactly like it is. Yeah. Yeah, where it's like, not... Don't change, but just amp. Amp it up. Yeah. It's like, don't change who you are. They obviously love you. You've been in season three, Resurrection, and season four. Like, Saint is my closest sister from season three. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's just keep what you got going, but just amp it up. More joie de vivre, honey. There you go. Yeah. Voulez-voirge. Um, did you <laughs> feel like, that's a French word I made up. Did you feel like you experienced any of this with Saint on season three? Like this same sort of feeling? Or do you think now that she's been on two different series, there's more pressure that she's putting on herself? 
I think there definitely is, uh, she's putting more pressure on herself, especially after winning resurrection. Yeah. And, you know, uh, let's just, let's just be honest. There's not a lot of very visible, big name, black alt queens. Right. And she feels that pressure and it's, it's understandable. You know, you, you, you can't discount that. Yeah, uh, but Saint also is a creature that like, you know, is very imaginative, lives in her head. She, you know, she's in her head a lot. She, she yeah. you know, she's a, she's a thinker. And uh, yeah, I'm sure she feels more pressure, but, you know, I, I think she's fucking stunning and all like, just like Dolly said, just a little more, you know, fire under the pot, you know? Yeah. Well, Dolly is really doing it because not only are we getting looks, but we're getting great interview chair. We're getting a cute little mustache that you could ride. And then with a quick two clicks on the Google on the Twitter, (laughs) you get full dick and balls. So you get Dolly serving you everything you need this season, huh? I'm a Dolly fan. I've I've worked worked with Dolly and (laughs) love Dolly so very uh, much. I would love love Dolly to work on me. I mean, I'd love to work with Dolly. (laughs) So so then the the back in the boudoir, Work all of the monsters over. are <laughs> explaining. You wanted to smack you in the face with something. Uh, <laughs> are explaining their looks to the producers, and Zavaleta reveals that she is or was a preschool teacher. Thoughts? That's where she learned how to act like that from toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts. <laughs> I, I wish that was something I did not know about Savaletta. So I was like, <laughs> a preschool teacher. Get it, Diva? That's I mean, wild be, to that me. That is crazy to me, but also, like, it, I mean, it's a job. Working with children is fun. I used to be a nanny for kids. Like, people no. think that's crazy. But I think it's, um, I don't know. I can see it. Because she seems like she could, like, really have fun with kids. Yeah. Yeah. I personally detest them. But, you know. Cool. Cool. Different strokes for different folks. Okay, so next day, we're already at the next day. Jay Jolie's behavior is a little off, and all the other monsters are kind of worried about her, and she reveals, just like very sad and tragic, that she had to put her cat down, like over FaceTime, saying goodbye. awful. While still competing in the competition, which is just horrible. Now, can I just, like, I'm not trying to be insensitive here, but can I devil's advocate, like... Had she not got that key, she would have been home with that kitty. Oh, whoa. That's not where I was going, but oh. damn. Yes. Accurate. <laughs> but I was saying, would you want the call or would you rather no. get the news once you return and them just saying like, because I think there's a difference with like, we discover this. We might cut this out. I don't know. We discovered your cat has cancer. Do you want to spend $4,000, $5,000 on chemo? Or do you want her to just like ride it out? That's like kind of a decision to make. But we found your cat unresponsive. So we're going to like fully put her down now because she's like basically in a coma. It's like, don't you just want to wait till after you're done shooting to get that call? I don't know. I feel like uh, I would have wanted to. I would have wanted to know. And I might have also left. Yeah. I don't have an animal, so I'm not really in the position. Yeah, I have a cat that I, have I love. two little kitties. Yeah, I have a cat that I love very, very much. And yeah, you know what? I I think I would have been livid if I came home and been like, oh, Arthur. And they're like, uh, he's dead. Oh uh, Fuck, you're right. Okay, you're right. So, so yeah, no, I, I, I just, my heart, really went out to Jay Jolie this yeah. episode. Like my, my heart really did break for her. I did too. I was just like, that's so, that's such an awful thing to have to go through. And then just like stay in that competition. Like, well, she doesn't, but yeah, having to have stayed, that probably would have ruined it for her. Like the rest of the competition would have just been yeah, done. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it 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 it's very much a damned if you do, damned if you don't type of situation. And uh and yeah, like I don't know. I, I would have wanted to know. And it just it sucks for Miss Jade, you know. Uh yeah. Alert, alert, alert. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. Oh, oh we no, fin- we're all half done with our makeup. <laughs> we what are we gonna do? Makeup? What are we gonna do? <laughs> Oh my god, I hated that so fucking much. I just can't believe we're doing we're on episode five now, six now, and yeah. they're still doing it like it's 
Okay. So then it would have <laughs> a lot of value if someone actually came out half painted. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, if literally it was like, oh, y'all are late. Like, you missed the boat on this one. Do you think that they do that because they need to, like, while the girls are half-painted so that they can, like, stop filming them and put set the cameras up for the stage show and they can go fin- get finished getting ready downstairs? Oh, maybe. That could make sense. That's, that's what I kind of imagine. Yeah. Because well, I know every time they did the noise on my season, I like barely had just fucking base foundation on. I'm like, oh no, I need to stop talking. This stop time though, up. did you hear, and they left the sound clip in of Hoso being like, girl, y'all aren't going to start without me, so I'm just going to finish. Yes. Well, they were <laughs> planting they turned, the seed, they honey. They turned it on us. They, they were planting the seed. All right, well, let's take a little break and then we'll get into what happened the there. Show. Yes. Ah! I mean, we are back, back, and it is time to be spooky. It's spooky. Ooh. The so the boulets, <laughs> the, the floor show begins. <laughs> And the boules are in wigs. wigs. Honey. Honey, wig, hair. Hair for days. This is what I think. I think, you know, the iconic oversized lady bunny hair silhouette? Yes. Mm-hmm. It looked like that had you decapitated the hair unit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you had sliced the top part of lady bunny wigs off, because it was big enough to yeah. the side, and then it sort of hung down. I you like this hair look. Oh, I love I'm not it. a fan of hair that is like flat. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Like, I want it to Dimension. be big in the back too. Like, it could be flat on top, but like just not straight out to the sides. Like, if they were to turn sideways, it would have been like you were just looking at. I don't know. Yeah, I want to. I want to see them do turn me on, turn me out of that hair. Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> they later said that they could not move. This is again another time that they're wearing something that they're both like, oh, "Man, why did we wear this?" <laughs> I know the feeling. Um, <laughs> Louisiana, do you know a Brooklyn queen named Chris of her? Yeah. Yes, I do. Absolutely. And do you remember, like years ago? I mean, this is when I was living in Brooklyn. But Chris of her used to wear hair that was very similar to this, but like a bar through it, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought of that as well. Yeah, they were very into hair. Very into hair. That was a lot of art of wigs <laughs> that they just like kind of stacked. Yeah. Down. Good for the yeah. So artists sent them a box of wigs, and the boules were like, "Give us all the white ones." Yeah. Um, <laughs> So then they introduce the guest judges, which is Bonnie Aarons, and she is excited to be there. This is her second time judging, I believe. Yes, she it was, is. She's the actor who was like the witch in that movie called The Witch, or The Nun? She played The Nun, she played the nun and Sorry. she judged the vampire burlesque challenge on season three. And yeah, it gave me a shitty... Uh, oh, a so, shitty, fuck, uh, so fuck her. Fuck you, Bonnie. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> She, but see, this time she didn't really give anyone a shitty review. She was like very down for everything, very positive. Yeah, she was. Um, it's a much different Bonnie, right? <laughs> she was on some, and then Landon Sight. You <laughs> know who was on king. something this episode was who? the little boulet. She was oh, sitting there sure. making jokes about herself being short, which never happened. Never happened. She, <laughs> she said short and sweet, short and sweet happens. like me. Never like happens. me. I loved yeah. it. She yeah, she was being fun. I was literally like, I've never seen this side of her. Since when are y'all fun? Okay, Landon Sider <laughs> is the other judge, and I Yay. current reigning. He's wearing current his crown, reigning. Diva, and says, "I can't imagine being here looking so good." <laughs> right? Uh, I love seeing Landon's face wearing his uh his beautiful crown. Uh, he's yeah. so good. He's do you so think, good. Do you think he would take it as an offense if I asked him to perform at Fat Slut? Absolutely no, not. He's not fat. We no, of course he's up. not fat, fat but up. he could do an amazing fat number. Landon would love it. Landon's so down. Like Landon could do a not to put put ideas into an artist's let's, head, but you know, let's Landon could Landon do does. a fat bastard impression. Oh my god, that would be incredible, right? That was going to be my costume for the next one. Oh, then because <laughs> it's Christmas sorry, meat. Sorry. Christmas. No, it's fine. Leave it in. Is it the one I'm booked at? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, let's talk about the floor show. Let's get into it. Yeah. So we'll Saint. start with Saint. Okay. Can I just say the minute they showed the silhouette and that walk, I was like, that's Saint. Like, yes. it looked exactly the same as every other walk that they have performed and done. And I immediately was like, well, didn't take the note of more energy. Oh, you came to read. Well, I'm just saying it was exactly the same and nothing happened after all of this episode of, like, pumping her up and trying to get her to do something. And she did the same thing. Anyway, she comes out looking like Mr. Yeah. Tumnus playing a little flute. They gave her some flute music. The costume was wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The hair is by Atlas, who also does hair for me. The hair was gorgeous. Oh. The look, like, like, Saint is always always fucking stunning the looks are like so well thought out and the detail and everything and uh yeah like it was very ethereal as per se now i want to just say when we were in the boudoir on day one working on the looks it looked like saint was building the hooves out of what those biscuit <laughs> no i listen i'm gonna i have the thing right here i'm just gonna see if i can the shot. what is the deal with those shoes i just I think, think they that really those are fit the shoes that Saints. they feel the most comfortable in and right. yeah in a way like a low heel is fashion like i don't think they're that low of a heel i think they probably just fit saint's foot the best yeah, Saint and I have both said that we do not like platform fronted shoes because we both feel unstable on them. So uh, that's crazy. Okay, yeah. Hold on. Oh, there's Dolly. Hold wearing on. that little jersey. Mm. Hit me. Now, <gasps> those are those biscuit heels, right? Turning trash to treasure. But <laughs> but here's the thing: she took the heel off of it to make uh-huh. the yes. Yes. But they are the Bisquies, but they were disguised because they got big praise. Okay, let's talk yes. about Dali as a bridge troll with the baseball bat. Ooh, got to play the troll it. toll to get into this boy's hole. You know what I mean? Honey, <laughs> yes. I love the look. Dali always brings the most, like, the best energy to yeah. the floor shows. Uh and I don't know, I can't help but smile when I watch Dolly because really their personality comes through on the floor shows. And I they just love stayed it. in that character for like the whole time. And it was just so much energy. Like, yeah. and it was exciting to watch. And you could tell that they were having so much fun. And the back to back of Saint next to Dolly. And then Dolly comes swinging the bat fast and then grabbing it and moving in the physicality. It's like, it 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 proves the criticism of the point of like we need more energy in the performance from mm-hmm. Saint. Yeah, yeah. Dolly's energy definitely like it raises the bar, and then you notice when the other contestants don't match. Are moving? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, now Sigourney was a werewolf sort of Anna Nicole showgirl Harry B. Some sort of cross between all this. Thoughts? Yes. I liked the hair, the wig, the actual wig. The wig was, I was like, wonderful. Yes, I loved it. I'll, it. It did not like go over for me. Like, I wish there was more hair on the legs, like on the stockings. Okay. And then when she, and then when she did like the the vagine reveal, whenever Landon gave the critique, like I would have liked to have seen like hair coming out. And she revealed the two little sprigs of hair coming out of her crotch. Yeah. I was like, no, baby, more hair. More, and the more, little boule was so quick to defend. She was like, there is hair. There is hair down there. And it was like, not, a, not enough. There's not enough uh-huh. hair. I would have loved, okay, so if she's going to wear that silhouette again, I would have loved for her to like, maybe that dress rips off and reveals to like a very hairy body. Well, yeah. she walk around so, naked with the body. Do you? Fo- I follow this person on Instagram. They're called Bigfoot Bay. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> love them. Shea and Thorgy Thor dressed up as them for Halloween. Yes. So yes. I agree, Meatball. I feel like it could have been the full Bigfoot, the full Yeti look with the cunt dress on top. The, yeah. And, and the wig and the whole thing. But you just, the baseline is not, oh, I'm sprouting hair just on like the seams of my body. Yeah. I am a covered head to toe in hair. And now I'm getting dressed up for the and then And then use your titties again. Like rip yeah. that thing open and have hairy, um, what are they called? Pasties. And really yeah. give us a show. Like, oh, be that's the full, fun. Yeah. Like go into it a little bit more. But as it was, it was gorgeous. 
Yeah. She looked great. The waist was incredible. The dress, I mean, yeah. like, like she she gives that glamour, but the way it mixed with the hair, I don't think really popped. Yeah, I would have loved also, it was like a very, very blonde wig and the body hair was more of like a medium brown tone. Mm-hmm. Like, if she would have- werewolves aren't allowed to bleach their hair? <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I would have loved uh, to see, yeah, kind of like what Meatball said, like a full, like, blonde hair, like, body- with like that glamorous gown over it, really give us, you know, uh, you know, like Bigfoot, Bigfoot glamour house down boots, mama. And then Hoso comes out as the moth man. Wow. Oh, I, I loved can't. it. Yeah, that was so incredible. It was incredible. By far, right? My favorite. My favorite. My favorite look of the floor show. And super high energy while being restricted by what I'm assuming was probably like 30 pounds of faux fur. Like that thing looked heavy and whatever oh, yeah. was holding the wings out must have been heavy and they were still jumping around had the full face i loved all the little tiny pink bows yes it was just I that little it. tiny attention to detail that was so cute yeah hoso by far was my favorite i thought it was the most imaginative like use of hair i love that hoso is really bringing in you know their the their culture into it and really like I don't know. They're showing looks that like we've never seen before on Dragula. And, and yeah, like Meatball said, I love the, the little bit, the sweetness mixed into it with the bows. I'm a big fan of like mixing sweet in with your horror. And uh, yeah. And uh, I just loved it. Like Hoso's facial expressions, their movements on stage, like kudos, Hoso kudos. Also, The the color, like everyone else went brown naturals and Hoso was like, I'm going to give you fucking neon pinks and greens. And it was great. Yeah. Um. Then Jay Jolie comes out like a circus lady with the whip or Krampus or a bearded. I didn't. I couldn't tell that she was Krampus until they were like, well, Krampus was a choice. And I was like, Krampus. Krampus. I did not get Krampus. Because isn't like, am I not mistaken? Krampus is like full blown, like just hair. Yeah. All over. Like. Uh, like Saint looked we, more like Krampus. Or do you remember on the other show, not to bring it up, but when Mayhem did fucking Krampus on the Christmas special oh, for Drag yeah. Race? And oh, it was yeah. incredible. None of them brought that <laughs> level. None of them brought that level of hair. No, no, they're really like I think the one that had the actual most amount of hair on them probably was Hosa. Yes. But it was also fur. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did Rosa only use the wig for her chin? Yeah. Yes. Well, she had a wig on her head with all the little pink bows in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She had that giant wig and then Mm. the facial hair. And then, last but not least, um, La Zavaleta, co cast member to James Corden, Jason Derulo, Dame Judy Dench. From the musical Cats. Memory. Cats and Jellico Cats. Jellico Cats. Jellico Cats. Jellico Cats. Jellico Cats. Was the challenge Tiger King? Like, what are we doing? This one felt like it missed the mark, right? I heard Dr. Seuss, and when I saw the look, I was like, is there a book I haven't read? Did I miss one in the... Did I miss one in the series, perchance? Yeah. I don't when, know. When she said, she said something about Cat in the Hat. And she was like, that always scared me. So now I'm going to come back as a Cat right. in the Hat. But like I was she like, didn't have a hat on. You didn't have a hat. You weren't the same color. So I don't she really know what. She didn't have a bow tie. This seems like there was maybe no. just a misunderstanding. And she thought, like, I'll be a monster cat. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, Mary I Cherry popped up and was like, is it leader of the band or leader <laughs> of the group? <laughs> Am I the singer or the group? And she's like, I'm the cat in the hat. And you're like, all oh, right. <laughs> but what I will say is the outfit was cool. Like it yeah. was cool. Yeah. If they yeah. ever decide to reimagine cats on Broadway as go a horror for musical. That look. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so down. And I loved like the whenever she like tore into that spine and mm-hmm. you saw like the blood, it actually looked like a cat feeding. It like looked so cool. But I would have loved to have seen actual Dr. Susie and Cat in the Hat, but that evil. Like I would have loved to have seen yes. the, the scariest. Yeah. That would have been incredible. Like but, a, a demonic cat in the hat. 
mayhaps they were afraid of copyright. Copyright? True. That is very, very true. Yeah, so that's something I didn't think of. Do you think maybe they told her you can't do that? They were like, take the top hat off, bitch. Yeah. The other thing is, like, she also talked about, like, I'm going to have some hair hanging off the bat. Like, I killed these people. I would have liked, like, a little bit of scalp and the hair. Like, really made the bat weapon. Like, this is a freshly murdered thing. And we didn't really see that. Because when she said that, I was like, that's a gruesome idea. Yeah. Yeah. I I liked it in idea form. I saw Mm. it. I envisioned it. And then when we, I think it was the surprise of what we saw in actuality. That was, was kind different. of, yeah, yeah. But as always, anyone who has seen Zavaleta perform live, uh, she can sell anything yeah. with the floor show. Yeah. But they kind of came for her floor show. Like, while she was doing the floor show, I literally just turned to Michael and I was like, oh, she's so young. Her body is so bendy. She was just like throwing Girl, she's not herself that young. around. Some people are just flexible. We're talking to a, a AARP member right here who can throw her <laughs> ass into the splits on the ground. Honey, uh, yeah, I am, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do get the early bird special, and I can still pound my pussy on the floor. Honey! Yeah. <laughs> um, blast that hole. So yes. then, <laughs> then we get our sibling chat where we get a very up-close and personal view of that fucking face jewelry. I love that face jewelry that they're wearing. Yes. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the person who makes that, they're from Germany, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yes, I, I love the, the nose and lip accoutrement. Yes, completely. And this sibling chat, Meatball, they're being funny. The little one is on something. The little one had a tequila shot or something before this. God she damn is it. being goofy. She's having a good time. They were like, how do, you think, how do you think we would do in the challenge? And they're like, well, this look is a deadly serve. I was like, okay, you're <laughs> feeling yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, the short and sweet comment, I literally, I, I cackled. I, I was it. like, I was like, be more, again, Notes for them. Be more like this the whole show. (laughs) This was great. I loved this. Yeah, I did too. The two big things that we can take away from this chat are, one, it seemed like they need Sigourney to show them some filth and some horror because it's been glamour, 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 glamour. And two, they reveal something that none of us knew watching at home, that Hoso is high maintenance needy when it comes to the production crew, which is kind of a big statement to say. Like, Hoso's bringing in looks that she needs a dresser. And uh, the big one is like, uh, I do my makeup and dress myself. Okay, but there is kind of a difference between what Hoso is putting on and what they're putting on. Uh, of course, but yeah, it's not, yeah. they're making it clear that it isn't yeah. just this week. It's not like, well, today she was really needy because she brought a whole fucking circus tent to wear around her waist. It was, she has been. This is an interesting yeah. note because they didn't give it to Frankie Doom when she needed two people to dress her for the final challenge. Well, they hadn't learned yet. That was season mm. one. That was back right. uh, when right. you were you're on right. the show. You're right. You're I, right. You're I, know for, I know for our season. Frankie uh, cheated. It was the. <laughs> She's a the, cheater. <laughs> the, the contestants were helping each other. We yeah. got no help from production. Uh, because Trash Queen, for example, uh, we made my, I made my outfit the night before out of like cellophane and packing tape and all that shit cut it off myself, went to put it on the next day and it fucking shrunk. So Priscilla <gasps> had to like whip oh, so me back it into it. Yeah, get for... bigger? Uh, <laughs> no! The pictures got smaller. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you guys were helping each other. I wonder why. Yeah. I mean, they were all uh, kumbaya in the circle earlier in the morning, so why aren't they helping each other? Well, maybe they were busy. Well, maybe they're all busy doing their own thing and right. also it looked like, and I don't know if this is true, but like, it looked like Ian was trying to rush her onto stage. Like, it seemed like well, she was yeah. she waiting up until the last minute. Whereas yeah, maybe she wasn't dressed. She next wasn't dressed. To the and stage. She was, yeah. And like, she was like, can someone else help me? And then there was like three crew members just standing around her staring while one person zipped her up. Girl. Yeah. Well, listen, let's take a break and then we'll get into the judging and the extermination. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh girl. No. We're back. No. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Ooh. Cool 
girl. Sorry. Ghoul right. girl. <laughs> now, do remember that uh, art is dra- drag is art and art is subjective. So just know when we drag you to hell and we tell you that you're shit, it doesn't really mean anything in the real world. <laughs> and you're all more than welcome to tell me that my drag is shit. But guess what? <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> uh, yeah, same. So first and foremost, what would you have done for your hairy monster? I would have done my cousin it. I would have done an elevated cousin it to a reveal to what I do for my cousin it number, which is I reveal to a nude bodysuit with hairy nipple pasties and a long hairy bush. I love it. And I shake it out. I give it to him. Or, you know, I would have just revealed to my actual nude body. Well, I was going to say, Miss Thing for me, I'm going nudie. I would have been (laughs) butt-ass naked. Or I would have been like um, an awful man, like like, like a man who's like chugging call. a beer and throwing it, ah. and sort of being like, "Where's my dinner?" Like that's a hairy Where's monster. That woman? Oh, that's very smart, Dipper. What yeah. would you yeah, have like done? Um, I actually, while watching the episode, imagined like a super corseted, like femme as fuck cousin. It. I was like, just <gasps> like. Fetish wear, like 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 a killer dominatrix, but like completely covered in hair, cousin it. Yeah, yeah, that is so cool. great. Minds, great I'm minds. telling you, diva. All right, so we let's... should have won. <laughs> Here's the thing: we should have <laughs> won. won just for these ideas we're pitching. Um, okay, so uh, um, let's do the quick rundown. Dolly, girl, they live for her. She is the doll. No matter what she does, they're all yes. about Dolly. Um, Meatball, would you let Dolly fuck you looking like this troll? Maybe take the teeth out, but yes. <laughs> Landon's like, I'll pay the toll. I'll pay the Honey, toll. Who wouldn't? Who exactly. wouldn't is the thing. Yes. Oh, look, a cat. This um, one's alive. Arthur. He's joining uh, us. La Zavaleta, they say her look was confusing, but her performance saved her. And um, Landon says, I wasn't scared by the look. And uh, Bonnie said that she liked Zava's ass. Also, they were praising her, but letting her know that she's a mess when it comes to production crew backstage. And they dragged her. They were like, "Uh, if you come to meet and greets, if you come on tour with us, it's going to be these same people. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I would have been like, great. Then they'll know what to do. <laughs> we work together and they know how to dress me. That You're sounds insane. great. You're insane. <laughs> um Sigourney, uh uh the 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 one that we call the little one, their name is Swanthula, is that correct? Yes. Uh, oh, do wow. you not know this, Meeple? Yes. No, it's, I, it's, <laughs> I know one is Swan and one is Drac. But, but the full names are Swanthula and, and Dracmorda. But yeah. I don't know which one is which. The, well, the Swanthula says you're a member of Swan's Drama Club, which I didn't know was a thing. Who else is in the club? Well, I was is it based on drama? <laughs> Wait. I'm guessing it is. I'm, I'm not giving an invitation to those meetings. <laughs> But okay, so basically, do you think I'd be in Swan's Drama Club? I am no. a drama queen. I think <laughs> if Swan if Swan's Drama Club were Glee, you would be Sue Meatball Sylvester, <laughs> always yeah. in a tracksuit with something to say. I mean, I love am it. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No. <laughs> okay, so they tell Sigourney, "Listen, we've seen the glamour before. You're very dramatic in your performance. We love this." Um, Landon was like, "You were really selling it, but I wasn't sure what you were selling." This is another time that this is the same note she's been getting. Yeah, yeah, which I is mean, glamour, I, glamour, glamour. It's I, glamour, I, glamour, I, glamour, but we don't know what you're doing. Yeah, mm. I understand the glamour note continuously. It's something I, you know, I can sympathize with Sigourney. I. I like to be beautiful. Yeah. Sue me. Well, uh, exactly. And <laughs> if it is what you do when you come into the competition, you just need to be really aware that it's like it's yeah. what you do. But anytime you can sort of skew from it, they're going to want to see that. Yeah, yeah. They definitely, you know, it's true. They want all three kind of tenants. They want the horror filth glamour. Yep. And and you you gotta you gotta mix it in there sometimes. I, you're you're gorgeous, Sigourney. Absolutely. And like my glamour queen, but. Yeah, well, you do have to mix in the other elements. But, but they and keep I feel saying like, filth at her yeah, during this judgment. Like, but it was, as you we stated before, never said that word ever in this episode. 
Correct. Yeah. I and I think the thing Sigourney is one of the best um at telling their story on stage. Like the cape, the reveal, the fact that the cape had the this the proper sized hood to cover the huge coiffed hair. Like yeah. everything about that was thought out. And I think with this, the only thing was once she revealed the hair under the dress, I it's exactly what we said. I think had she just been fully covered in hair head to toe, yeah. It would have she, she could have won. What if she made more of a performance of like I'm transforming as we speak? So like she runs on stage with the hood covering herself, like she's trying and to hide. Becomes rips the werewolf. It off and is like yeah. looking at herself, like oh my god, I'm becoming the. <gasps> what werewolf. about a tearaway like '80s ball gown that has like big, uh, like uh, you know, shoulder pads and like puffy sleeves, so she could rip them off to yeah. reveal the reveal hair, hair. and become the be werewolf. It. Okay, well, uh, we let's all go that. back we nine months. We, we solved, solved it. it. Okay, very good. It, it takes a village. <laughs> it takes a village. And then uh, Saint, again, the same thing. Major praise on the the wig, the look, the fashion, the hooves, all of that. The performance was small and timid. And then Jade, yeah. this is really hard because they acknowledge that she's going through something personal. Yeah. Uh, but they have to give her these negative critiques, which are just like, they like the look, but it didn't read as hairy monster. It read as like a person in a wig who was a scary person. It was but, like a Christmas witch. Yeah, it was not like a monster <laughs> covered in hair. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, agreed. And, and yeah, like, I feel very bad for Jade. You know, like I said, you know, my heart breaks for her. But yeah, to me, it read more kind of like like a Christmas witch. Truly. Christmas which so, just sent me. I've the never The winner <laughs> the winner of this week is Hoso and she Yay. wins a thousand dollar shopping spree at Yay! You gotta job. get you at least two good Lees. They're a great reveal wig. If you're listening. Absolutely. I also can I just say I love Hoso. Do you guys follow Hoso on Twitter? Yes. Oh, absolutely. The funniest absolutely. one out of the whole bunch. Yeah. Hoso. Hoso is one of my absolute favorites this season. Like, yeah. when Meet Our Monsters was released, I immediately, like, sent her a message and was like, yes, yes, yes. And everyone had s- seemed to know about her before the show, and I didn't, and now I'm just, like, gagged. I didn't know about her, because I'm obsessed. Okay. Yeah. So up for extermination is Sigourney and Jade. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And Zava gets that bait and switch, and then they end up saying, and Zava, you're safe. I was like, <gasps> Yeah. They did that good old bait and switch on me episode one, so I can imagine how Zava felt. Yes. They did it to me, too, one time. They were like, Meatball, you did the same character twice, which is why I can I, I give that note a lot. And then they were like, but you're safe. Vander, come do the challenge. And I was like, oh, I'm free. <laughs> uh, 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 I don't to <laughs> eat pig brains. Yay! <laughs> oh my god. So what do you think about this extermination challenge? They said they're going to go to the Roach Acropolis. Yes. And they're going to have they're going to be in a room that will be filling with roaches and whoever stays in there the longest, they will take that into consideration along with the rest of their critiques. Honey. Thoughts? on the challenge yes thoughts i got some thoughts um i was born and raised in the swamplands of rural louisiana i know all about tree roaches i've had to scoot them off my neck while i'd be asleep um i would have killed this challenge because i give no two shits about roaches i would have plugged up my ears to make sure one didn't crawl in my ear and just would have yeah they like to live in the ears if they're little baby ones can crawl into your ear yeah yeah yeah. As someone that is from the South, I agree. I've dealt with worse than a roach. Um, but maybe, and I also yeah. lived in, in on Skid Row, Roach Town. So I've dealt with roaches before. This doesn't, this wasn't like the craziest challenge. Like they had someone just dropping roaches on them. What would have been funnier, get this, you know those money machines where it turns the fan on? <laughs> And it shoots money around you. That but roaches. Oh, I love it. I fucking love it. Yes, I, please. I just love that Kim Kardashian took time out of her life to come and place these roaches <laughs> on the gals' faces. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, that roach family did busy. not want their face on camera. Honey, yeah. she was in head-to-toe blacks, just lightly placing roaches in wig hair. <laughs> that was I funny to it. me, right? Yeah, I, I, I like, I would, like, just like threw a bucket of roaches on their face. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, 
I I didn't necessarily feel uh feel scared. Yeah, uh, I wasn't you know. scared by it. Also, I was thinking I was like, well, you couldn't put them in a coffin because they've already done a coffin. You can't yeah. put them in a glass case and like fill it with roaches because it's like the same thing. Maybe maybe like, I don't know. It so here's it. my question: Do you think? I mean, obviously, okay. So at the end of it. Um, they show, they sort of show Jade freaking out a little bit more with the roaches. And then at the end, it's, it, it, you know, we cut to Jade sitting in the salon chair. She's tied up and, um, she gets murdered at the Boule Beauty Bazaar salon makeover and Emporium. Emporium. Yeah, exactly. Um, my question is. Sweeney Todd style. Like, do you think, what, like, what, is there a world in which they would have wanted Sigourney not to be freaked out and like loved the roaches on her and like picked one up and like bitten it and like like that's how you like win when it's not timed against it? Like, what world would yeah. Jade have won this challenge? I don't think there was a world that Jade would have won. No, I agree. Um, I think Sigourney could have screamed, cried, flipped out, left early, done all that, and they still would have saved her. Got it. Yeah. Um, I also, with the exterminations, I don't know, like, I feel at times they really love seeing, like, a freaked out and then it becoming, like, a steely determination type moment. Sure, like, we get the whole range of emotion. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and then I also feel sometimes when they're, like, just have, like, demented enjoyment with Mm -hmm. it, you know, I feel they also, uh... But I, I do know that they they, they want they want to see some pain, baby. They they right. want to see some fear. They want to see some pain in your eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little fear, little pain. Well, we lost Jade Jolie. Um, and to be honest, I mean, I don't know. Is I feel like she showed a lot of new stuff, which is really exciting. Yes, but I feel like she wasn't really able to like be herself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think she got to showcase definitely a new side of her drag, but I don't necessarily feel like we really got to know her. Yeah, exactly. And I also feel like she spent so much time overthinking how she's going to prove that she isn't the same Jade from the other show, that it like she didn't show us anything at all. Right. Except for some really yeah. cool looks. Here's the thing. Every single person who has ever gigged at play uh, where Jade for a really long time like had her residency there, it's like yeah. she, everyone raves about being in a dressing room with Jade, about yeah, watching her fun. work. And dress. She's yeah. fun. She's a pro. She knows how to perform. She has an amazing ability to not only look like Taylor Swift, be mistaken on at an award show for being Taylor Swift. Have you seen the By clip John Travolta. John Travolta yes. trying to hand her Our the award. favorite. Um, but like not only can she do that, but then she can look like this Christmas witch that she did today. So Jade yeah. is this like amazing visual artist, this incredible drag artist. And I just don't know that reality TV is really her place. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I disagree. <laughs> I think that she there was just a lot going on emotionally for her this yeah. season. Yeah. Okay. Especially because yeah. she was like, I'm struggling with my bipolar. Like, there's just a lot going on. And for her to make it this far with all of that going on, yeah. I commend her. Yeah. But good job, Jade. Good job. Yeah. I, but I do I think did, she, yeah. I did her drag me to hell. Uh, I did that com- too. Yeah. I, I judged one of them whenever I was on tour. Uh, and I loved working with Jade. She was awesome. She was like very sweet, very like like present and fun. And um, yeah, I just feel like Jade had a lot going on uh, uh, personally, and that unfortunately colored the you know her her run on on the show. Mm-hmm. But um, Jade, if you're listening, I can't wait to work with you, Miss Diva. Yeah, yes. I can't wait to work with her again. I must tell you that when I did her her show at play she picked me up from the hotel which no most of the time girls don't do that she picked me up with, from the hotel with a bowl on her on her um center console and she was like uh-huh. do you want to smoke and then she took me to a drive through liquor store and we picked up tequila and then we went straight to the gig i was like this is my kind of girl i oh, love you like yes and then uh. we just had the best time so she's an incredible performer too all right let's move yeah. on well yes. we've we've made it to the end here Oh, oh. <laughs> can you believe? Um, Louisiana, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you? What do you have going on? Anything? 
Absolutely. Yes. Um, I will be performing uh, upcoming New Year's Eve. I'll be in Baltimore with the fabulous drag performer, Baby. Um, I'll be back in L.A. in January. Uh, I'll keep it a surprise, but it'll be at Precinct. That's all I'll say uh, for now. But yeah. LA's coming Portland. Uh, I'm booked in London in July for two back-to-back dates. So yeah, performing, bopping around. I'm working on a nude Polaroid book right uh, now. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, yes, everybody. Uh, uh, yes, yes. That's uh, exciting. I got a lot of nude be- Polaroids sitting around my house. Maybe we could throw them in your little book. Yay! Let a collab. I'm yeah. ready. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, that will be coming out next year. Uh, I'm slowly working on my Theremin album. I released <gasps> one single last year. Yeah, so Mama's, I love that. I love a busy Theremin. bitch. She's busy. She's booked and blessed and happy. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. This has been so fun. I love talking to you. Thank y'all so You're much. Y- y'all are two of my fave people. And like, obviously, this was like Zakiki. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, thank you so much for being here. Wait, did you already give everyone your Instagram? Oh, my Instagram is at Louisiana Purchase. And that's Louisiana with two ends. If you'd like to follow Oops. me on Twitter, <laughs> you if you'd like <laughs> if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, it's at Madam L Purchase. Because you know no one can spell Louisiana. Exactly. Well, it was taken and I got real pissed. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's Madam L Purchase. There you go. <laughs> right. Well, Goodbye, Fuglies. Thank you so much for listening to Spooky Seconds. And it was awful to see our special guest, Louisiana Purchase. She gets yet another outro. All right, we're a mess right now. Let's be done. All right. Oh my God, I love it. Woo! Do do forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. 